Welcome to the Rise and Grind, a woman's life guide podcast. I'm your host and mindset coach, Tiffany. We all have a story that we can grow and heal from, and here we will be connecting with all of those stories. It's all real life up in here, the good, the bad, and the ugly. My goal here is to help women focus on connecting with their traumas, begin healing, and start living life, and know that they aren't alone on the many journeys of life. Let's ditch what society tells us we should be and become who we want to be, unapologetically out loud. And let's be real, sis, we're going to talk all things life here, from our favorite pizza toppings to those embarrassing nights from our 20s. If you are here, then it is time to find home with yourself. I am so excited to be back in front of this mic right now. I know, I know. Tiffany, where have you been? Uh, We're going to be getting into all of that these next couple episodes, and I'll be very honest, some of them are going to be a little bit more on the tougher side. Tougher for me to say, tougher for me to hear myself say, tough for you to hear, and for all of us to kind of process through together. I almost see these past couple months as like, a self-rebrand if I want to look at things on a flip side, right? Glass half full rather than glass half empty. My style of coaching has made many changes and some of them being really uncomfortable, but now I've had time to look back and that was so necessary. Many of you might know me from TikTok and you have found your way over here to my coaching platform and I just want to scream, welcome from the rooftops. In July, I held my first women's empowerment conference, and that was by far one of the coolest things and most powerful things I've done as a coach so far, and I am just so excited to see where this next year takes me. Thank you, and welcome to the Rise and Grind, a Woman's Life Guide podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited. And I know you might say, hey, Tiff, you literally say that every single episode. And to which I will say, you are not wrong. (laughs) But I'm really excited because the sun is shining. I normally record podcast episodes in my office because the sound is just better down there. It's more isolated. Um, When I first started recording podcasts, I was literally recording them on my bathroom toilet. Uh, fun fact, but <laughs> I finally was like, okay, listen, if the the least of my concerns is, or the worst of my concerns is the furnace kicking on while I'm recording, that's going to have to be it because this toilet situation is just not the jam. But today the sun is shining and even though it is deceiving, it's still cold out there. I see March as like the beginning of spring and I just feel like I am a better version of myself when the sun is shining. And I I don't know if it's because I'm a Leo, so I'm a summer baby, but I always just thrive. I have the most success when the sun is out. So the fact that it is officially March just... I woke up feeling like I was beaten to a different drum today. It was just super exciting. So instead of recording down in my office where I don't have like really any natural light, I'm sitting on my couch. I got you on my lap. I got a cup of coffee. Sun is coming through. I'm nice and cozy and I'm just, I'm excited to be here. But 
Let's go ahead and talk about some things that are coming up and things I'm working on before we dive into today's episode. So next week, I am guesting on another podcast, the Direct Insurance Podcast, and I'll be talking about all things content creation, positive mindset, and building a brand and branding on social media. So make sure you keep an eye out for the two episodes I'm guesting on to drop on their platform in April. And of course, of course, of course, I will be sharing them as well. But speaking of content creation, I am holding a content creator 101 workshop at the end of this month. So at the end of March, this program is designed to help new and aspiring content creators understand the basics of branding, social media management, and more. There's only a few spots left in this workshop, which like makes me so giddy to be able to say, but the sign-up link is below in the show notes and also available on my website. So we are officially three months into the new year, and I think we've probably all kicked off the new year in some way with a goal in mind, right? But here's where the real question lies. Do you think about it after the 60 seconds after the ball drops? And did you lay out a plan to achieve it? Because let's be real, there's a lot of pressure behind New Year's resolutions. And don't beat yourself up if the answer to that question is no. Because it's been no for me plenty of times too, right? Like I always think of like the New Year's resolutions like we hear all the time on the radio or see on social media like I'm going to go to the gym every day and I'm going to eat healthier and like all of these things which they're still great New Year's resolutions. Not saying that they are not achievable, not saying that people don't tackle them and kick ass because some people do, but the real pressure behind New Year's resolutions is the fact that we don't really connect with a goal and we don't figure out how to break that goal down into achievable steps. So Rome wasn't built in a day. And you might be like, yeah, that's the name of this episode, Tiff, like whatever. But I used to get so irritated when I would be told that phrase growing up. But here I am as an adult and as a coach who helps women break down their goals and build the best versions of themselves, pretty much build their version of Rome it makes so much sense. It just makes so much more sense now. And I know, I know, like, they, I say to myself, like, I'll say stuff and then I'll be like, oh my God, I sound like my mother. But I get why she said these things to me. I get it. Or, you know, like, you heard these things, certain phrases growing up, and then you catch yourself as an adult saying them to yourself or to your kids, and you're like, no, they were. They were right. Sometimes it takes me back to like 15-year-old Tiffany and I'm like, whoo, girl, if only you could know. If only you could know. I had to take a sip of my coffee. Okay. So first, let's talk about how your goal that you have, little words are hard. First, let's talk about the goal you have in mind. I always say we have to ask ourselves, is this goal something that I can marry myself to? Like, can I commit to this goal? Why ask yourself this? Because you have to be honest about your motive for your goals in order to create a passion to achieve them. I cannot tell you the amount of goals I've set set up for myself on a whim because it felt right in that moment, like the pressure in that moment. 
But looking back on it, those goals weren't something I truly aligned with. This is kind of secretly why I dislike vision boards. So I have coached vision board parties. I coach them a little bit differently because of this. Vision boards are done kind of usually in a group setting. And because there's often this like invisible pressure to create a board that has like the razzle dazzle, um, in my office, I have probably three of them that I can tell you none of those things really align with what I want out of my life. Like what I envision success and happiness and stability and like creativity. None of those really align with me. I remember the first time I made a vision board, and speaking totally off script here, but I remember the first time I made a vision board, it was when I first got started in network marketing. And like, that's what a lot of, um, in network marketing, it's a great way of like team building and conversation starting and all of that. And it, I love vision boards if they're done the correct way, which is why I say I've coached vision board events and I do them differently than kind of like, hey, sit down with this like array of magazines and cut out what like draws attention to your eyes, right? Include it on your board. You're literally taking note, like you're like, oh, razzle dazzle, got to put that on my board, right? Um, But I remember the first board I made for an event like that, like for a network marketing event, I was freshly like 18, 19 and I'm sitting there and I'm cutting out pictures out of a magazine. And like, I am not a materialistic person whatsoever. It's just not my cup of tea. Almost everything in my life has come off the clearance rack. Like my mom said to me this morning, she's like, as a kid, you couldn't have money in your pocket because it would burn like a hole in your pocket. But you always shop the clearance rack. Like if I had 50 cents in my wallet or my pocket, I was going to figure out the best way to stretch that 50 cents. Now here I am as an adult and also as a content creator who creates budget content, I'm not a materialistic person. Everything in my life has either been clearance, hand-me-down, thrifted, whatever, right? I'm looking around at my house right now and I'm like, that was hand-me-down, that was hand-me-down, I thrifted that. That I paid $25 for out of the backyard and inkster I'm pointing at my dog right now, right? So I have done... I've just never been a materialistic person, but here I am sitting down like with all these other women and they're putting like pictures of Mercedes Benzes on their board and stuff like that. So then there was like this, like, like I said, invisible pressure that those things needed to be on my board when really probably what would have been on my board would have been a big field with daisies because to me that is like Like, I envision wide open spaces from Dixie Chicks, right? Like, that's how I envision my happiness is me having, like, constant space to be able to grow and create and connect, especially to, like, Earth. So that's probably what would have truly been on my board was, like, I want lots of land because I can build and create and explore on this land. But instead, because of this invisible pressure, I was putting things similar to what those other women were putting because that's what I thought should have been on there, right? So instead of doing it a, like, in-person, in-hand vision board outside of doing, like, vision board events that I hold, um, every year I do a digital version, like 
a digital vision board on my phone. I use Canva. P.S. I love this for all things content creation. I literally use Canva for everything. I love it so much. Um, And then I set that as my background on my phone. So every day I am reminded of what I'm working towards. AKA, this helps me stay married to my goals. So you're like, Tiffany, I came here to understand what is your 361. Many of you that are inside Rise and Grind a Woman's Life Guide Facebook page, you guys have heard me talk about the 361. What does that mean? Like, it seems backwards. You got a small number, a big number, and then a really small number. Like, what does this mean? So it means three months, six months, and one year. So it's taking your goal and breaking it down and making it less intimidating But you can also help make it more achievable that way because you're making it, how do I want to say this? Um, Real life gets in the way. So if you're like, I want, I'm going to use, I feel like a goal we hear all the time, right? So I'm going to go to the gym every day. But you're also a mom. You got three little ones running around. You're a wife. You have a career. You try to cook dinner every night because you're on a budget so you don't eat out a lot. What is the reality that you're going to be able to go to the physical gym every day? You have to ask yourself like real reality questions. I'm not saying that you couldn't buckle down and get that shit done because you could. And I'm going to be right there cheering you on. But also, I don't want to see you run yourself ragged. And that's what's going to happen. So instead, you have to ask yourself, how can I make that goal more achievable? And... The answer would be, hey, I can do at-home workouts 15 to 20 minutes before bed or 15 to 20 minutes before the kids wake up. Or on my lunch break, I can go on a walk around the building instead of sitting in my car, right? So that's like really asking yourself, what does this goal look like for me? What does it feel like for me? I, I'm going to sound so hippie right now, but sometimes when I am envisioning a goal for myself, I literally like... I take like, I close my eyes and I almost think of like, I think (laughs) we had our senior all night party my senior year of high school. We had a hypnosis person come. Not saying that I don't believe in these things, but I can tell you this person was a gimmick. But it was for senior all night party. Okay. It was meant to be fun. But, you know, they say close your eyes and envision. This is like also a form of meditation, right? And app affirmation my dog is snoring so if you guys can hear her on the mic I apologize I hope my talking doesn't put you to sleep like it's put her to sleep um but he you know close your eyes visualize the sun sunset visualize um what the colors are and then um visualize so you're turning in all your senses right so you're closing your eyes so you're visualizing right and then take it and hear what sounds do you hear you hear the waves rushing i feel very asmr right feel the waves rushing okay and then you also okay what do you taste taste the salty air right so sometimes when i'm envisioning a goal for myself that is what i do I have to ask myself, what is this goal going to make me feel like? What is what is the feeling I feel? What do I see when I see it? What do I hear when I achieve it? Like all I ask myself these things. So really marrying to your goal. I think I kind of like got a little sidetracked there. But um so let me loop myself back really quick. Hey Luna, you're snoring. 
It's very loud. Hey. I had to, I had to wake her up. Too loud. <laughs> um, so I don't know if I'll edit that out or leave it in. We'll see. Whatever. Um, <laughs> she's real comfy. She's soaking in the sunshine too. Um, the sun is like coming right through the window and right on her. But this requires you, like I said, to ask yourself. You have to look at your goal and be like, okay, is this something that I can stay committed to for the next three months? Then for the next six months? And for a year, because most of the time, breaking a goal down into a year just helps make it less intimidating and more achievable. But you also need to like know how this goal is going to make you feel. You have to marry to it. So I am going to like talk about a goal that I have achieved and how I used my three, six, one year plan or breakdown to achieve it. So three months. What is this? What What is it? encapsulized in the three-month plan. This is where your prep work lies. So this is where you're looking at your goal. So you've already decided what your goal looks like, what it feels like, what it smells like, all of those things, right? You have looked at your goal and you know what you want. And then you are mapping out the steps you need to take to get to the end result, right? So this is where Hey, we got pencil, paper, right now, right now the vision for it, right? So this is my example. Last January, so January of 2022, I held an in-person women's empowerment conference. It's probably the biggest thing I've done in my business. And I planned it for about a year, right? It took about a, a year of planning. Um, and I had known for a while that it was something I wanted to do, but I had to take a second and marry myself to it. I had to be like, okay, I want to do this. So what are the steps I need to take? And so this is where the 361 came in handy. So for the three months, my prep work, right? So this was taking a piece of paper and writing out. Actually, I probably still have it in this notebook next to me, but let me see if I can find it for you guys because I want to share it with you. Kind of like how it. Mm -mm. Let's see. It might be. Um, I might have like ripped it up and put it on my tablet or my laptop. But. Mm -mm. Okay. So instead I'm going to use. I'm going to talk about my podcast, but I'm also going to talk about, it's the same thing. My, the steps are the same for me. That got a little chaotic there for a second. So if I lost you, please come back, baby, come back. Um, so I ask myself, why? What is my target audience? What does this look like? What is my time frame? And what is my mission? So you might be like, Tiffany, a why and a mission are very similar. They are, but they're also different, right? So sometimes your why is personal. Like this will make me feel awesome. You're allowed to put that. Girl, it should make you feel awesome, right? But then what's your mission, right? So my mission was to help get women of all walks of life together and have them understand that no matter where we have come from, the mistakes we've made, the choices, we, the choices we've made, Whatever we've done in our life, it does not define who we are. 
What defines who we are is who we decide we are going to become, right? That was my mission. On top of, I wanted it to be a nonprofit event. I wanted to be able to give back to my community in some way. So that is where my prep work lied. So I had to start asking myself those questions, right? I also had to ask myself location, right? So does this look like it's in person? Because at that time, I just knew I wanted it to be a women's empowerment conference. I didn't know if it looked like it was going to be in person or if it was going to be digitally. Like I had to still kind of map those things out. But that's part of the prep work. So sometimes you ask yourself those questions and you think you know the answers and then it might change and pivot a little bit. So that's why prep work is really important. So I took three months to define those things, right? So really it's a who, what, when, where, why type of question. You have to be asking yourself this and then you can be like, okay, so if I know I want to have it at a location, I need to take some time to think about what that location looks like for me, right? What is the vibe? What am I I visualizing? Um, I kind of think of it similar to like planning a wedding or whatever, right? Um, And then we step into six months. And this is the action step. This is where the ball starts rolling. So this is when I started going and touring, 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 touring um, venues. So that way I could visualize myself. I had to go into these venues and visualize myself standing there and speaking. Like, is this, does this space represent me? Does it represent comfort and warmth and laughter? And, you know, like, what does it represent? Is it representing me? And that's it. I know it sounds like crazy and hippie, but you got to ask yourself those things, right? Um, Also, This is when the marketing started, right? This is when I started talking about it. I was dropping little hints. I was like, oh, hey, y'all, I'm working on something. Keep an eye out. You know, that's where that started going. So instead of me trying to do, (laughs) deciding my goal and then just launching it with no prep work, no action step, it's really easy to then lose the pullback to your passion because it's like all out there at once. At least that's how my brain works. And I found that that is how a lot of clients that I coach think very similarly, right? And then we have one year. We are all in now, right? Our prepper is done. We are packing the action and we have a deadline set for a goal. So pretty much this is like your deadline set. You know you're doing, you're going to have lost the 50 pounds by then because I don't like cheese weight stuff because I, I like, it's not my cup of tea, right? But, or you have went 30 days without eating fast food, right? Um, or you're holding an event, right? So you have the date set for your event. What is that? You got it. What is that? <laughs> you got it all set, right? Um, so this is where the celebration, this is where you have achieved your goal because you have taken the time to understand that Rome is not built in a day. It takes time. And also, this allows you, like I said earlier, life happens. Life is going to get in the way, right? We have kids. We have a spouse. We have a job. We have school. We have animals. We have just life. This gives you time to pivot and move around life. This gives you time to have the patience when it comes to life, right? I'm literally looking at my house right now and there is stuff everywhere. 
But you know what? That's life. I'm still sitting here recording a podcast, talking to you guys, which makes me so happy and so excited because it's part of my goal, right? But I also know that this evening I got to take 30 minutes and clean it up. And that's okay because that's life. Rome wasn't built in a day. My house isn't going to stay spotless. I have two kids, right? Um, so and the amount of baby stuff I have in my house is just crazy. Um, so that is my 361 plan. And so if you're like, Tiffany, I really need some more help with this. I want to talk to you more about this. Reach out to me. Book a coaching call or a coffee chat. Just anything. I have two options on my website where you can reach out to me and book. You can also shoot me over an email um, or a text message. And we can go ahead and set up a call and talk about, you can tell me what your goal is and we can create the 361 plan together. Um, I love doing that. I love being able to take clients and put their goals actually into real life. It makes it feel like extremely more achievable and less just stressful and like, ah, I have this goal, but like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, I love being able to do that. So if you want to dive more into it, of course, reach out to me. Let me know. I'd love to be able to help. I hope to see some of you in the Content Creator 101 workshop. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day and we'll talk soon. Bye.